Tom Bernard Show with JB, Melissa Kirk, Andy Brant Bernard, Cassie Schrader. You know your last name means church in Scottish. Yes, you I do. do know that. Yep, okay, I, I just do. wanted to make sure. We'll be right back right after this Tom Bernard Show. Walzer Automotive Group started in Minnesota over 60 years ago. Most people know something about the Walzer way. Upfront, no haggle pricing, work with one person from start to finish, or the free lifetime powertrain warranty on most vehicles sold in Minnesota. What you might not know is they are the only automotive group that is a member of the Keystone Club. They join such great Minnesota companies as General Mills, Target, Cargill, the Twins, Wolves, and Vikings in pledging 5% pre-tax profits to local charities. It's a great example of their core values. Do the right thing, display positive energy, be open-minded, and lead by example. So if you're in the market for a new or used car, check out walzer.com or stop into one of their dealerships. Please don't say, tell them Tommy sent you, because it sounds fake, and I hate it. Walzer Automotive Group, walzer.com. Michael Bryant, Brad Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Well, basically, we're trying to represent people who have been hurt then talk to them before they talk to an adjuster. Uh, one of the key points is to make sure you know what your rights are before you start talking to the insurance company and they start asking you questions or they try to settle your case early and cheap. Well, what's interesting to me is, you know, a lot of people have fear of attorneys. It makes them very uncomfortable. They get nervous about it. What should I do? I've known Michael for years and years now, and I would highly recommend you. So that should be good enough for everybody because I don't endorse people who are dirtbags. Well, I, I appreciate that. Um, but I guess the key is, is people think I'll charge them if I talk to them. Right. So a lot of people call me up. It's like, how much is this going to cost if you call me back? Like, you want me to call you back? How much will that cost? I don't charge people. The only way I get paid is if we recover, um, if we get money from the, the other side. And there's a lot of people I talk to that I never get paid for that are just part of giving them advice to make sure they know what they can do and what their rights are. And your record's terrific as well, we should point out. Well, it works. It's been good. It's been good, ladies and gentlemen. It's been good. And how do they contact you? uh, Either through our website, which is minnesotapersonalinjury.com, minnesotapersonalinjury.com, or at 800-770-7008. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. For your feel-good Friday. This isn't. My muscles just relax. It's unbelievable. So did you, when you were repping, did you rep any of these guys who would have been considered yacht rock? Yacht rock? Mm, name a few. I'm sure you well, like Toto, Ambrosia, um, Loggins and Messina, Loggins, Michael McDonald. The Eagles, uh, everyone. Is... James Ingram. Oh, he's talking about when I repped uh, for a record, for Capitol Records. Yeah, but, yeah. The Eagles were never on Capitol. Oh, they weren't? Oh. No, I think they were on Electra or Asylum or something well, like that. Well, the, they, they have a list of, like, the bigger ones. Uh, 10CC, who I've never even heard of. Yeah, 10CC had a on, monster They were on Capitol? Yeah. Uh, no, this is Yacht Rock. Oh, um, Yacht Rock. Airplay, America, <laughs> Stephen Bishop, Eric Carmen, Christopher Cross, Doobie Eric Brothers. Eric Carmen was on Arista. Oh, God. I think <laughs> the two men here have heard this story, but the two women have not. Uh, Tom Gorman, who was the best man in our wedding, was the Arister rep. And he says, hey, Tom, i got to take Eric Carmen out to dinner tonight. You want to come along? Because I don't you know, I don't really even know the guy. So I said, yeah, okay, we'll go on. So we're sitting down, and Eric Carmen, a stunningly handsome man, by the way. This guy was <laughs> very handsome. There's no doubt about it. <clears throat> but we're sitting there talking to this, that, and the other thing. And, he, and he's got the 
beautiful quaff and the whole deal, right? <laughs> so we're sitting there, and Tom Gorman says to him, by the way, I, uh, I was so sorry to hear your wife couldn't come tonight. I, I saw her today. You are married to a beautiful woman. And he said, and he wasn't kidding, he said, so Gorman says, your wife is a very beautiful woman. And Eric Hyman goes, yeah, she looks just like me. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, she looks just like, so you're basically having sex with yourself. That's great news. That's wonderful. Yeah, that's kind of weird. It is. And the, the way they broke up the fight, I just remembered. Chris Coffs started singing Sailing. Sailing, sailing away. That, you know what ruined his career, Christopher Cross? Oh, Eric Carmen does look like a woman. He does, doesn't he? <laughs> so, I mean, he's really I mean, pretty. Look at this picture. It looks like a woman. Oh, he looks so he's, pretty. He's yeah. very pretty. So there's that. Buddy, you want to talk about finger puppet. He's about five feet tall, if that. He's a tiny guy. Oh, he looks very, very uh, full of himself. God, I wish you could put that on my screen. <clears throat> I wonder if it's... How well, if recent? you just Google Eric Carmen, it's... How how recent is the picture? Oh, these are from like Probably the not. 70s yeah. and 80s. So oh. he's got the big, fluffy, That's, flowy yeah. mane going. It was probably taken the night went to dinner with mm. me at Charlie's with Gorman. <laughs> she looks just like me. <laughs> really? So this is his wife? His wife apparently looks just like him. Uh, but who knows if they're... Not to be confused with Eric Cartman. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah what are you started, talking about? I started typing in Eric, his name and Cartman came yeah. up. Cartman for, did come up? <laughs> That's very, very funny. Susan Cartman. Does she look like him? Uh, not as pretty? I think he may have gotten remarried. Oh, yeah. Well, that doesn't surprise me. Yeah, those... She uh, looks like she's about half his age. Oh, God, yeah. That, yeah, I'm pretty sure he's gotten oh, remarried. God. Yeah, her this new woman is named Amy. Oh, my God. Are you looking at that picture <clears throat> where he's got the big... That's exactly what he looked like, the far right picture. The, uh, the black and white one where he's got the big hair. <laughs> Here, this one. Is it that one you're looking at? It basically, yeah. Because that's exactly what he looks like. There's a like lot of pictures of him that look a lot like that. <laughs> hey, JB, could you move yeah. down one chair because I think they're coming in? Okay. Or, or no, yeah, actually, you'll, you'll be fine. Come on in. Arch. Here comes trouble. Hi. Boom. Hi. Marvelous, Tony and Arch are here. Nice to see you, sir. Have a seat. Arch, how you doing? That'd be great. It's not a place to sit down. Yeah. How's it going? You want me to give you some dough? You can go to the liquor store. Yeah, perfect. Tony's going to go instead. He's decided he wanted to go down there. I was just telling a story. You guys know who Eric Carmen is? Yeah. Uh, You guys don't mind if I repeat the story. It's a very quick story. So the best man at our wedding, Tom Gorman, calls me one day. He's the Arista rep, and I'm the Capitol Records rep back in those days. So he calls me and says, I have to take Eric Carmen to dinner. Do you want to come with me? Because I don't know him, and, you know, I don't know. It, it might be better if there's another person at the table. I said, yeah, no problem, I'll go. So we're sitting at the table. <clears throat> Have you ever seen Eric Carmen? No. Okay, well. That gray and black and white picture yeah. is exactly what he looked like the night I went to dinner with him. He's a smoother. <laughs> <laughs> so we go to dinner. And Gorman, now he's on Gorman's label, not mine, so I don't, you know, whatever. 
So we're sitting there, and Tom Gorman says to Eric Carmen, and this is it, this is unbelievable. And he was not kidding. He was very serious about what he said. So Gorman said, I'm sorry that your wife couldn't come to dinner with us tonight. Uh, uh, by the way, let, if you don't mind me mentioning, she's a, she's a very beautiful woman. And Eric Carmen goes like this. Yeah, she looks just like me. <laughs> wow. And he was totally serious. He was not joking around. Wow. Have you noticed sometimes that people do sometimes tend to date people that look a little yeah. like them? Like you'll see people that like have the exact... I have a friend. He's one of my best friends. And I've never said it to him, but his, him and his wife have like... They look like they could be brother and sister. Like they're, they have the same exact kind of nose, you know? Like, yeah, sure. Like, same, do, beard, I, same, same beard. Same beard. Yeah. No, but I, I don't always see that, but I have noticed that at times. I think sometimes people do gravitate towards someone that has a similar style of look. Not my wife didn't. No, I'm <laughs> very no, I, thankful I, I, in that I, regard. Nor, nor mine, nor mine, but I do <laughs> see it sometimes. I will tell you this. Uh, I, I, I can give you proof within the last week that Catherine and I don't look a whole lot alike because she said, you know, I might want to just golf once in a while, but I don't want to spend a whole ton of money on golf clubs and then just not use them ever. I said, well, if you go to Second Swing, uh, you can buy an entire set of golf clubs, everything you need for like 250 300 bucks. No problem. Yeah. The, the kids that are entering the sport, that's what they get. I said, you could get that. It'd be wonderful. It's a great so, place. We, yeah, it is. We drive to Second Swing, and we walk in, and the sales rep <laughs> sees us walking in, so I said, hey, my, my uh, wife needs a, a set of golf clubs. And he said, and he wasn't kidding, well, is your daughter going to pick them out? Really? He's looking <laughs> for a sale. <laughs> you think that's what it was? Yeah. Uh, oh, look, Andy's over there going, yes, well, yes, I he mean, was. <laughs> I love that. I wish I had known that. I have a set of clubs at home that you don't use them? Brand new. That Have I you heard use. about the new trend where they're all the same length? I don't. It's not really new anymore. Now it's been a couple of years. I know. But I don't know what that's all about. I, th- I think I'm going to try that. Yeah, probably is a good idea. Because I mean, anything that could help my iron game. You know what I mean? Right. I mean am, I right? <laughs> am I right? I'll take a look at your swing. I'll get it all straightened out. No problem. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. I'm a miserable golfer, but it's fun. I tell you why. Probably. Because well, actually, you no. Probably it, take the, the if you need help with your flat. iron game, um, Cheerios. Have a lot of iron in them. <laughs> <laughs> really? That was bad. That's a boom. <laughs> oh, yeah. You haven't needed any booms yet. No, no. Just well, get warmed up. Any booms. There's no booms. Just getting warmed well, up here. I think, exactly. I, I think the last time you were here, Arch, I told you I know the, the director of junior golf for the whole country of Australia. Oh, yeah? Yeah. His name's Brad James. Oh, Brad's a great guy. Oh, okay. Well, cool. He brought the University of Minnesota to the NCAA championship in golf one year before he moved back to Australia. Arden well, he was on he know. was on the team that won it one year too. Yeah, What's that's, that, right. Tony? that's right. Arden wants to know what he can do for him. <laughs> that's what I think the end game is, right? Well, maybe if I get your contact, I can hook you up with Brad, and you guys can. Yeah. In the motherland, yeah, he can help so. you. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Yeah, no, I'm sure. That sounded sincere. Yeah, I know. That sounded really no, sincere. No, it's that thing, though. You know, sometimes as an adult, you are hesitant to kind of be set up with somebody you don't know. Because yes. then you're kind of like, you know, you got to like, you know what I mean? Like, you're just going about your day, and then you got to talk to a complete stranger. Mm-hmm. So you don't like, like to meet, you don't like to meet people. I've no, I, no, <laughs> I do. And I'm sure he's a great guy, and that's a very kind offer. But no, thank you. I, I totally you. understand. No, I'm kidding. Actually, I'll give you his number. <laughs> Arge's number is 1-800-STAY-HILTON. <laughs> yeah. It's phenomenal. 
Yeah, you're very lucky to get that phone number, by the way. I would have thought yeah. that had been taken. Well, yeah, I was so surprised it was available. <laughs> I was surprised it was available. <laughs> Tony Kameen is in here with Arge Barker. They're both. Tom, I got a question for you. You used to deal with a lot of rock and rollers. Yeah. Did the English guys ever call you Tom Bernard? Yes. They did, huh? Yeah, That's absolutely. funny. Tom Bernard. <laughs> it sounds weird when they, because it's, it's one of those doesn't Bennett. translate exactly. Bennett. I still want British people to pronounce the word can't right, because every time they say it, it <laughs> drives me insane. Can't. So. Close enough. Close enough. <laughs> can't. For the radio. <laughs> I can't. Yeah, for the radio. That's exactly right. Don't get too close. To Don't get too say. close for comfort. But I, uh, no, it, yeah, that's, you get the whole deal. But it was a hell of a business to be in back when I was in, I was a capital from 1977 to 1982. So we had the Beatles catalog. If I needed anything done for me, I don't care what it was, I'd say, you know, I could hook you up with an entire Beatles catalog. Which is like forty albums, right? Yeah. And they would do anything to get a hold of that. Oh, it was very, very. And you worked in the iconic building and everything. Mm-hmm. Oh, that must have been a fun time, huh? Oh, it was. It was. See, back in those days, I didn't do any of the cocaine or any of that stuff that everybody else did. So I was all beating everybody to the punch because they were at home getting hired in hell. Right. And by Beatles catalog, you mean it was like. Swag like hoodies and hats and stuff you could order and stuff. No, just their music. Well, you could license to Warner or for all their to music. Capital, right? All of the, the yeah. a collection of all of their albums, but you could get hats and sweaters and all that stuff too. Yes, all of their songs on one uh, one disc. Yeah, which was like seven billion. Yeah, eight feet eight feet in diameter. You had to get a special record player mm-hmm. at the time. Yes, you did. It was yeah. unbelievable. But yeah, we had Bob Seger, we had Steve Miller, we had the you know, the Beatle catalog, the Beach Boy catalog. I mean, I Actually, could get anything done. They did put out laser discs for a while that didn't catch on. Remember no, that? The size of they were pretty big. Yeah. They were pretty funny. Yeah. Didn't yeah, didn't, was... didn't make it though. Quadrophenic, remember that? Well, there's Quadrophenic. Oh, that's my favorite Who album. It is Quadrophenia. Quadrophenia, yeah. Quadrophenia. You know, Tom, you might be interested in this. I was I, on the pl- way over. I re- there was a documentary on Bowie and his mm-hmm. side guitarist Mick Ronson. I don't know if you. Yep. I know he was Mick only Ronson. getting forty quid a week. Up that was until it? very late. That's why they fired. He fired the Spiders of Mars. They found out they hired a piano player. He was getting eight hundred a week, and he was like, "I'm I'm only making eight hundred, you guys." So, and they were like, "You're making eight hundred. We're making forty bucks because all his old oh, 40, forty forty quid. Forty so, quid's about a hundred dollars. Yeah, a hundred bucks a week. Well, back yeah. then, you know." Good God. Crazy, isn't it? So, and Mick Ronson was basically producing those albums in the documentary. It showed how much work he yeah, did and right. string arrangements, you know. And basically, because of that, Bowie died at 66. Yeah. That's why. Yeah, karma. I wonder if he was bumped off. You think so? Yeah, probably. I don't who, know. He was an odd cat. Who'd want, him, who'd want Bowie dead? Who'd want Bowie Mick dead? Mick Ronson. <laughs> no, Mick Ronson died first. Though. No, that's right. That's right. Yeah, there you go. So that'd be crafty. That would be crafty. There's no question. The ultimate, the ultimate, uh, was that the ultimate, uh, what do you call that? Uh, uh, I got a, I got a, I, I didn't kill her. I was, what do they call that? I, I had alibi. A, the ultimate alibi is when you're dead. Yeah, when you're dead, <laughs> ultimate alibi. I, I, you're not David collect- Bowie died of liver cancer, and I think we can probably all guess why. So, yeah. Too much Diet Coke. Um, That's why. I was just thinking about this whole that business. It was just man, it was amazing. It was unbelievable. Um, are you collectors at all? Do you guys collect rock and roll memorabilia or anything? I have a lot of vinyl. You do? Yeah. Do you have any autographed by uh, the Beatles? Not the Beatles, no. Good. Oh, I, I, someone, it sounds like someone does. Yeah, well, no. no. Oh. Uh, I did most of those. Oh, <laughs> so I, have oh some, really? I would have some Tom Bernard autographs. <laughs> so there was a guy in Muscatine, <laughs> Iowa, in Muscatine, That's Iowa, great. that he, he demanded that I give him 
you, you need to get me the uh, Beatles autographs. I said, what? He goes, yeah, I, I would love it. I said, I would cherish it forever if you get so I used to, you know, all you got to do is look at it. You can copy them. At yeah, sure. Easy. John, Paul, Ringo, and, and George. So I said, okay, I'll get you the Beatles autograph. No problem. So I did it, and I mailed it to him. And he calls me and go, you ass. <laughs> and I said, what? I got an album today, and it was signed, The Beatles. <laughs> <laughs> they all held a pen like a... Uh, yes, they all held like a like Ouija board. Yeah. Uh, so I was kind of a what dick to the guy. What do you call the Ouija board thing? It has a name. Uh, it's like a Palarbola. Palarbola, very famous. <laughs> Let's see here. I got a, Planchette. I got a Star Wars book signed by... <clears throat> Darth Vader when I was a kid. That was a big really? deal. And then years later, I said, I actually signed it Darth Vader. It was it was supposedly the same actor in the suit, but it just says Darth Vader, so it's pretty useless. Oh, so it was a guy. He just died, as a matter of fact. Yeah, recently. Yeah. What was his Doesn't name? Doesn't help. Oh, he was... That, that didn't go up in price. No. They, um, what the hell was his they name? They did again? a um, Netflix... David Prowse. Yes. David Prowse, there you and go. He I mean, it might actually not, not dead. Guy, but it was at the mall, and they said it was the real Darth Vader. But we were kids, so, you know. <laughs> David he, Prowse is not dead. David Let's Prowse ask did, him if well, it was his or not. Then it wasn't David Prowse. Because the guy who was played, played Darth Vader just died. Uh, I don't think Well, maybe that was so. Chewbacca. Maybe Chewbacca died, too. That would yeah. be good. Did you know that David Prowse had to learn and perform all the lines that Darth Vader said? And Even then they just they cut him out of out, the yeah. He had uh, to learn all that stuff and work that hard, and they didn't use any of it. Well, I mean, it's that or, you know, these. there's a line in the movie or something, and everyone's just watching him gesturing in silence, and then they have to respond to that. It's a little yeah, harder. It's, it's got to be, be like that green screen acting nowadays where yes, you're acting. exactly. Like. We'll be right back. Just a couple of minutes. Tom Bernard Show. Hi, this is Tom. If you spend any time at the lake, you can relate to the pure joy of hanging out on the dock. You, family, friends... And the calm of the water. If this sounds like heaven, you're going to want a flow dock. Flow docks are rock solid with double bracing to eliminate side-to-side sway. And get this, you could install, level, and remove your flow dock without even getting into the water. You see, Flo's passion to invent a better way to make life easier comes through in every product they make. Right down to flow boat lifts that are quieter, faster, and effortless to install and use. Are you starting to see a pattern here? Flow is about making things easy, meaning you have more time to enjoy being at the lake. Isn't that why you go there in the first place? See for yourself why they say they've been perfecting leisure time since 1983. Call or visit Flow's newest dealer in Chanhassen. Lakeshore Equipment, 952-474-DOC or lakeshoreequipment.com, of course. Flow docks and lifts, a better way. It's Tom telling you how easy it's been for me to lose weight on the Nutramost Weight Loss Plan, and now you can find out how to have success losing weight at Nutramost Twin Cities in Plymouth, just like me, at their free informational dinner on Monday, July 23rd at 6 p.m. at Jake's in Plymouth. Those unwanted pounds will melt away really fast. I've lost over 65 pounds at Nutramost Twin Cities in Plymouth after being educated on clean eating, finding out what foods my body prefers, and I now know the foods that our weight gain triggers as I've said over and over again, the Nutramost weight loss plan is so easy, and they guarantee that you lose 20 pounds or more in just 40 days. There's no exercise, shots, drugs, prepackaged food, and I'm never hungry. Nutramost Twin Cities in Plymouth has helped me change my life, and I know they can help you too. 
Call now to register for the Nutramost Twin Cities in Plymouth dinner on July 23rd. To register, call 763-333-7337. That's 763-333-7337. This isn't the Beatles. No. Liar. <laughs> lies, all lies. Oh, I was just telling Arj and Tony. <laughs> Uh, Arch and Tony, by the way, are at Acme tonight and tomorrow night, 8 and 10.30. Um, <laughs> so when Star Wars came out, as the listeners know, that I got hired over and over by all these different car companies across the United States to say, Car Wars. I just do the whole thing as Darth <laughs> Vader, right? Well, I did voiceover for about 30 years. And we lived at 20th Street and 2nd Avenue in New York. Could so you give us some more lines? Like, there is a... I sense a clearance in the lot. Oh, I, know, just, I sense a clearance. I like that. <laughs> I sense a clearance in the lot. Everything, everything must go. Everything must go. Um, <laughs> so here's why I got out of... I didn't really get out of voiceover. voiceover. It just kind of happened. Because for the first 28 years I did it, movie stars wouldn't do commercials. They thought it was beneath them to do commercials. And then they found out if you did a McDonald's commercial that aired on the network, you were going to make about $700,000. All of a sudden, it was okay. It wasn't beneath them any longer, right? Yeah. So I, I remember one of my last national gigs that I did, because I was doing everything, right? And one of my last gigs, uh, my agent calls me and says, okay, I get, it's got the word. It's down to three people. It's you, Paul Newman, and Gene Hackman. Like, great. That's great. That's great. Goodbye. <laughs> See you later. It's not beneath them anymore. I'm screwed. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was unbelievable how, how it just went from they would not do it to they do everything. It's unbelievable. They do it all. It's all big time Hollywood people. Yeah. Yeah, it still is like that. Know. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Even if it's not I'll obviously I'll like Ford, Ford, Will Arnett's <clears throat> done Ford trucks for before he was even famous. Yeah, you know, yeah, like right. still does it. Yeah, Will There's, Arnett. There are a few voice actors who are like exclusive voice actors, like Jennifer Hale and Jim Cummings, that kind of thing, that are kind of <clears throat> grandfathered in. But you really don't see many exclusive voice actors anymore. No, they're not exclusive anymore. But John yeah. Hamm does a bunch. You can, you know, you yeah, it's, it's all celebrities. Yeah. Now. Mercedes Benz, which and is all, yeah. crappy. Yeah, it is. Well, but that here's the problem that you have: is you do a bunch of commercials, you take a break, you go to lunch. So you want to go to lunch with me or Paul Newman? I mean, come on. Yeah, <laughs> it's not. Yeah, okay, Tony. <laughs> that, that really Paul's never had easy. me on his show. Yeah, so. That's true. <laughs> Paul brings his own lunch. Oh, uh, spaghetti again? Right, yeah. <laughs> some salad dressing, oh, some salad cookies. Dressing. You know what he his his personal diet mostly consisted of? No. Popcorn and beer. He loved popcorn. He used to get like gigantic bags of popcorn. That's good. And he would drink beer and eat popcorn. That's what he did. Well, popcorn's uh, five calorie and lots of fiber. And yeah. lots of fiber. So you were regular. That was good. That was a good thing. <laughs> Both ways, beer and popcorn keep you. Yeah, <laughs> keep you. That's true. There's no doubt about How it. How old was he when he died? 77, I think. Oh, so he didn't live that long. He was 83. He was 83? Yes. I only talked to him once on the phone. I never met him, but every person tells me that, that knew him. He was a great guy. Really. Lung good. cancer. And by the way, Cassie, did you smoking? know that Paul Newman was Jewish? Was he? Yeah. I didn't Nobody know that. Nobody knows that. Oh. Yeah, he was Jewish. I love, oh, his I love the father was Jewish. Shot. Oh, God, that slap shot's oh. a phenomenal movie. His father was Jewish. His mother was a Christian scientist. 
What? Yeah. How do they have a conversation? <laughs> That's a good wow. question. That's a, yeah, maybe one of them wasn't devout in there. Where's mom? Ah, uh, fat. She's down at the reader. She's not at the doctor. That's right. She's not at the doctor. She's not spent a lot of money on, yeah, that's true. on medicine. His mother was like a practicing Christian scientist. Really? Wow. Yeah, that's super that's a weird. A, Christ, a practicing Christian scientist and a Jew. Okay. How do you even... Yeah. Love conquers all things. That's true, Love I suppose. Conquers. Oh, there well, you are should messianic know, Jews. There are Messianic Jews, that's so, true. So, who are. knows, he could have been yeah, one of those. There used to be right over on uh, Highway 100 at about, just just below Cedar, there was a there was a Jews for Jesus church. Yep. Yeah. I remember Jesus. That's just greedy. <laughs> really, you want it all. <laughs> you want to take, you want it's it like all. vegans for meat, you know, it's like, <laughs> come on, you got to. <laughs> oh, matter of fact, we're, we have a woman on in a third hour named Kristen Lawless, and she's talking about all of you vegans and all the rest of you, you're fooling yourselves. It's not a healthy diet. Veganism is not healthy. It's not Vegetarianism healthy at all. can be, but vegan, no. This is a waste Too of time. Much. Why do you think you have pointy teeth in your mouth to tear meat apart? That's why. But it is, it is good for the planet, I'm told, because like, uh, the animals eat so much resources, blah, 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 blah. blah. You guys ever watch Silicon Valley? That's why I just yeah. eat squirrels that I find. Yes, <laughs> eat those. Uh, I loved it when... Uh, you and Ted Nugent. Dinesh, Dinesh got an electric car, <clears throat> and Guilfoyle comes up and goes, oh, you got an electric car, huh? That's... You're going to save the planet, are you? It's an electric car. You know what that means? He goes, what? He goes, most electric power plants in the world are run off oil generated. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oil or coal. Oil yeah, or oil. coal. So yeah. you're just polluting the hell out of the world <laughs> while you're driving on an electric car. You just do it up front. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's easier to contain, you know, if you have a well-built plant. It's still a cleaner form of energy. It's more, centralization is more efficient. Yeah, you can, you can contain the... Emissions, not mm-hmm. to bring it down and not make things not funny anymore, but <laughs> Way it is go. still cleaner on to boom, on boom, It on is boom. true, though, that if you really want, because I mean that'll reduce your emissions like a bit. But, but if you have like solar panels on your house, that's the real way to do it. Yeah, ultimately, you kill more. It's not that environmental to drive an electric car because you you kill a lot of animals that just didn't hear you coming. Oh, well, you got that right because <laughs> it doesn't make any. Sense. I owned the first electric car in Minnesota. It was a Tesla Roadster, and I bought it. I bought it before they, they started shipping them, as a matter of fact. And the only reason I ever sold it is because that very first model did a thing called bricking, whereas if the battery went dead, you could not move the car. So if you're driving down the freeway and all of a sudden the battery goes dead, it has to stay right where it is until they put a new battery in it. You can't tow it. You the wheels would lock. It. The wheels would because lock Because electric motors have an extreme amount of torque. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, so, yeah, th- there's more torque than you could possibly, like, force through. So if they get locked in place, then they're locked. But they fix that? They yeah, fix they, it. They, they well, fix, this was, yeah, like, 15 years ago. That was, yeah, that was so. a long time ago. It was a great car. My it's funny, God, they, it was it's funny they don't have years. They just have the newest version. I so know. Say, yeah, that's true. So you don't get yeah. like a you don't get a 2018 Tesla. You yeah. get a Tesla X or whatever. 6.14, and then your neighbor gets a 6.15. <laughs> yeah, it was a, it was a great. I mean, you're right. Was they, that the S type Roadster? Yeah, it was the, the very sports. first one they be yeah, the sports type. Yeah. It was an incredibly fast car. That was the only car Consumer Reports ever gave 100. percent Yeah. Yeah. Yep. That no, that wasn't an S type. Wasn't an S type. That was the one before the S type. Oh, the one just before. Yeah, because it was one of the first ones in America. 
Yeah, I think it might have been the first car they produced for consumers. It was. It was the first mass-produced electric car, and I was one of the first hundred people in the United States, or the world, I guess, to buy one. Uh, let's see. Yeah, it was just called Tesla Roadster. It was great. Do they look like the S1? I guess I can look it up. no noise at all, though. You're right. Well, they do make actually noise because... There's still the noise of a, a, a machine, you know, going on. Like, you can yeah. barely the hear it, though. Seriously. But it they are. If they're going slow, they're extremely quiet. But when I hear Tesla's go by, you still hear You still hear but There's it. wind. A, whir- yeah, wind a whirring. The, a whirring. Well, don't, and, and, didn't they put that sound in there? The weight of a... Well, you can have a speaker installed that emulates the sound of a car yes, if you want to. If you want. And yeah. they should have a box that emulates the pollution of a car. So yeah. it really makes you feel like Come you're driving on. a real just, car. They just have, just a, steam. Yeah, they just have a fog machine. They have a fog machine and a the, speaker. Well, the newer ones send out aromatherapy, so it actually makes the <laughs> environment nicer. I, you know, to feel better. Everybody yeah. feels Everybody better feels around calmer. you. Well, that's a nice-looking car, the Roadster, yeah. Isn't that a beautiful yeah. car? It was, I had a blue one. Oh, you got rid of it because it bricked. Because mm. it bricked, yeah. Well, the only but problem with that. it is when you were sitting in it, um, you were sitting about, I think it was five microns above the road. Yeah. So if you were <laughs> it's tall, it's true. it was difficult to get in. What about speed bumps and uh, curbs and stuff? Yeah, was it? it was pretty low to the ground. That, that, it was really yeah. just getting into out of it especially. Oh, because you would literally, your your feet were tough. on the same level as your the rest of you, so you had to like you know it was effort to get I out. Did, I did love it though; it was a great car, it was a, a wonderful car. Think you'll go back to electric car? You know, I, I might. What I'm in a I'm in a phase right now where I drive one of my cars is three years old and the other one's five years old because I just got to the point where. Hey, look! I want to lease this car. Okay, that'll be fifteen hundred a month. I'm like, what? I'm going to give you fifty. I'm so I'm going to pay you eighteen thousand a year for three years to use your car. Mm-hmm. I'm like, no, I'm not doing that. Yeah. I'm not going to do it. But I also drive. No, I'm not going to tell you what I drive. <laughs> you know, we we'll go see toilet paper it after and right? So put cans. Yeah, that's it. exactly right. You'd be like, oh, this is Tom's car. Speaking of those Teslas, you know what's pretty cool is I want one of those flamethrowers that Elon Musk. Have you seen those boring company flamethrowers that he put that he put out? No. Nothing more boring than a flamethrower, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, really boring. He sells these flamethrowers. They sold out immediately. What are they for? It was the it for was the throwing the, flame. Yeah, it was for the company that's doing all the boring underground. You know the yeah. The big oh things. yeah, yeah. I did see those. As so a side you, thing, it came out with these flamethrowers. What, what do you use them for? Thro- throwing flame. I think it was the right answer. <laughs> that's no people just buy them because they're cool. Yeah. They're, and they, they like sold out of those. It was just a side thing with from the but company. But is it a weapon? If, if you don't like fire, <laughs> they're not legal to use as a weapon anywhere, even in war anymore. So it's really just for like you know, oh, if you have a lot of land and you want to burn a bunch of crap, oh, World War clear, clear out your field or something. Yeah, in a fun way. <laughs> or yeah, if yeah. you just want to set up a target and throw a flame at it. You know, you got an ex-wife. You're not crazy about flamethrower. Yeah, <laughs> no problem. Hey, remember her? You just take your picture, I was going to say. <laughs> oh, that's what you yeah. want to do. Take your, you know, you remember those, to- there were all these towing shows on television. It was, it was like Lizard uh, Lick. Lizard Lick Towing, and it was uh, J-Lo had one. I can't remember the name. It doesn't matter. So all these, they would literally film people towing cars, and they were huge for about two years. But then they just like repossession, that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah exactly. Repossession, that kind of thing. Exactly. It was mostly no, they just they just tow random people's cars, see what happens. <laughs> but they really lost me about five weeks in because I, I was just watch because I have to watch all that stuff to talk about it on the air. Right? I got to know what the hell I'm talking about. So I watched it, and once in a while they would come and tow a car while the people were still at home, 
say, listen, you you leave my car alone. They get into arguments all the time. And once in a while, they it was funny because they fought, but nobody ever threw a punch. It was all wrestling. And I thought, no, that's not real, right? Oh, so they they would tussle? Yeah, they would tussle, exactly. We'd never punch one another. <coughs> I'm angry that you're taking my car, but I won't punch you. Staged. Totally staged. Oh, yeah, yeah. totally staged. Now, this is how bad it got. Yeah, speaking of staged. So they had to kick it into high gear. They go to this farmhouse to tow a guy's car. He comes out the front door and says, don't you think you're going to tow, tow my car away because you ain't getting my car. He goes back in the house, comes out with a flamethrower. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. And he's like, yeah. Oh, God. Of course, he was nowhere near the people. Right, right, right. He was just kind of, this is a warning to all of you. I was like, come on, really? Do you think anything on TV is is real now? Pretty, Uh, they get so bad at these realities. I saw where they they repossess airplanes. And it's it's so so phony because they're always like having to take it out of the hangar and like, the guy's coming. And the the car's chasing them as they're lifting. lifting He's like, this never happened. We just made (laughs) it off the ground. It's the most ridiculous premise for a show. They can never just legally do it. It always has to be like, what? No. You know, it's so fake. I I saw this one one show. It was so obvious it was fake. Like the guy's like, he's going around and he's like, he's supposed to be solving crimes. And he's just like, he's talking to his car the whole time and the car's like the car talks back and it's just like it's so obviously not real who wants yeah. to tell him it's like oh, my, my mother the car it's called night rider and it's night rider so, yeah. it's just so yeah, fake so fake it doesn't really talk and the guy totally died tell. the guy who did the voice died so they couldn't they kip? Had to cancel. kip yeah the wonder yeah. car is it kit or kip Kit. Uh, We're not Kit. that far from Kit nowadays, I guess, right? We're pretty, you know, self-driving cars. Uh, How about that? A self-driving car that knew 10 seconds ahead of time there was a guy there and hit him anyway? He was pissed at him. Okay. <laughs> Tony almost got run off the road by his... What happened? What happens? You, you I was, this is a true story. I was in Mountain View where they test Google. My mom lives in Mountain View. That's that's where Google is. Mm-hmm. If, you well, don't know what's what Google, Google? if you don't know what Google is, bang it. Uh, bang it. <laughs> it was Kit. It. Night and, uh, Industries 2000. Kit, yeah. There's all these Waymo self-driving cars they're testing out in her town, and one almost hit me. Came that close to me. <laughs> that story. And, and you know they still have a human in the in the car, so I, I'm like, what the heck is the guy? And the guy turns to the car and says, like, yeah, what the heck? To the car. He just the passed. Car. He just it passed on fault. my swearing to the car. Yeah, this this woman got hit and killed. Yeah. And the car knew ten seconds ahead of time that she was there, but it hit yeah. her anyway. Like, ooh, it's kind of like a neighborhood. Maybe it ran her file. Maybe. I mean, I hope not. But yeah, I could make a couple of thousand was, if I kill this. It person. was determined that Uber had disabled something that they weren't supposed to. Right. Oh, exactly. it's probably a Lyft driver. That's why it was like ah, it's sabotage. Him. You mean yeah. workers' rights? Whoa. Workers Boom! Right. I'm back. What time is it? <laughs> <laughs> it's Arge time. That's what time it is. That's all I have to say. We have to take a break here. Very quickly, we will be back more with Arge and Tony. They're at Acme tonight and tomorrow night. Two shows each night. Back more with Arge and Tony right after this. Tom Bernard Show. We are here with Chris Lindahl. What's the latest? Chris Lindahl Real Estate, the real estate brokerage, is finally here. We've declared our innovation independence. Your innovation independence? <laughs> you're, you're dressed independently today. I will tell you that. That's you look good, man. You look great. Thank you. And we also have something super exciting for KQ listeners. We are going to give away a free listing side commission now through June 29th. How does that work? So so we're going to sell someone's house for free. 
What? Yeah. That's yep. pretty good. Yeah, and it's just a way of saying thank you. And KQRS has been amazingly supportive to the Chris Lindahl brand and now to Chris Lindahl Real Estate. It's a way for us to say thank you. It's also not a bare bones offer. So everything that Chris Lindahl does to get you top dollar for your house, we're still going to do. And we're going to do it potentially for free for one listener. Now, how do people get that done? How, how, how do they qualify for the – was it a drawing or what is it? it? Yep. So it's, so it's a drawing. So you can go to chrislindahl.com. That's Chris with a K. And you can click on the free listing side commission giveaway tab to sign up. Or you can call 763-401-SOLD. That is a wonderful thing. And when, uh, when do they need to do this buy? So the deadline is June 29th. June 29th. And how do they do it? They go to chrislindahl.com. That's Chris with a K or call 763-401-SOLD. And I just want to say thank you so much for all of the support during our transition. We're super excited and we're bringing innovation to another level. It is a wonderful thing. Chris Lindahl. Thank you. You're a good man. Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. When you call Sabre for service, you'll get a certified technician that's an expert at diagnosing, repairing, and installing heating and air conditioning equipment. Sabre Techs give you the service you need, not the other stuff that you don't need. When you combine that with Sabre's A rating for customer service and the best equipment from Bryant, you get exactly what you need. So make the call to Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning today. Sabre and Bryant, whatever it takes. Doesn't matter, I don't care. We're the joy back. of using a phone. Arge Barker, Tony Kamina with us in studio. They're at Acme tonight, tomorrow night, 8 and 10.30 both nights. So Arge was just asking about the family because, you know, Alex is not here, obviously, because she just had a baby. And Catherine didn't come in because she saw the docket and said there's nowhere to, for me to sit. <clears throat> so I said, that's fine. Uh, we're talking about the fact that Fawn, who's two years old now, uh, wasn't all that wild about this new baby coming in. And uh, <laughs> she blames her father. And I don't know why she blames her father for the new baby. She doesn't know how babies are made, but she just, you know. But we were over there Monday night. Just We did Father's Day on Monday night instead of Sunday because we were out of town. So we go over there, and Dan, her father, my son-in-law, is walking along. And the two-year-old comes up and goes, Pocket. She goes, that's right, it's a pocket. She goes, puts her hand in, she goes, pocket. Goes, yes, it is a pocket. What should I put in my pocket? And she goes, poop. <laughs> 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 so I don't know how they're getting along. But, uh, you, you did hear what Sprinthal did, didn't you? Maybe. Doug Sprinthal, Walzer Automotive, is a huge advertiser on this show and that show. So, so they named their, their child Sage Robert Rasmussen, right? <laughs> so Doug decided that he would give him a nickname, so he calls him Sage Bob Squarepants. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, she'll like that. They'll, she'll like that a lot, no doubt about it. But it was, uh, it was something else. I, we went down there, and it's, man, seen a new baby. But he weighed nine and a half pounds, had a full head of hair the whole deal. What are you calling the cops? <laughs> yep. Well, that's the guy so that's a big baby. It's not illegal, though. <laughs> I weighed 11 pounds when I was born. I was, over, I was two feet tall and weighed 11 pounds, and it was a natural childbirth. Two feet? Wow. Oh, yeah. I was very, <laughs> very, I mean, well, my name is Thomas because it means twin because the doctors thought I was twins because I was so big they thought I was two kids. Wow. Oh, that's before they had all that. Uh, yeah. All, well, it might have been a couple of years. <laughs> yeah, it's possible. Just cutting it closer. Well, let me put it this way, Tony. The hospital in which I was born in Long Prairie, Minnesota, is now a fourplex. Oh, so wow. That's kind of sad. Yeah. Know? Two feet's anyway. not really that different. 
because I mean the average baby is like eighteen to twenty one inches long. So yeah, that's true. Yeah. You're, you well, he was he was twenty one and a half. This yeah. is a real fact based couple over here. <laughs> oh, yeah, <it's> unbelievable! <laughs> a lot of facts. Yeah, a lot of facts coming at you. No question. It's probably the most. Um, similar thing between us we like to look things up yes yeah. you do yeah. research it is nice so arge i want to hear about the marriage oh yeah arge, come I on ju- i just got the invitation today <laughs> okay <laughs> well australia you know it's a slow mail yeah that's right slow mail <laughs> that's because you moved studios yeah, yeah i moved studios <laughs> i bet you it's over at the old building just hanging at the up by, by acme <laughs> right there so i so you're together for three years yeah we, we have been together well yeah, three and a half years and before a half. we tied the knot. And then she, she came to you and said, "I, I would like you to marry me." No. 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 Actually, what happened it was, was implied. <laughs> actually, the true story which isn't that hilarious, but um. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I. You, you she know, had some symptoms other, for a minute, and oh, they're fine. Yeah. They went away. It was Good. like nothing, but for a minute, it was like this sort of kind of scary. Um, so I reflected on like, what if she's like, this is serious, and that she's gonna die or whatever. And then I thought, I wanted her to know that I wanted to marry her before, mm-hmm. and just in, ca- in the odd chance that happened. So it just sort of, for some reason, made me decide to ask to um, propose to her. Oh, you can't really rig Nate when she got and well, and right? And yeah, and then it went away, and I was like, <laughs> God! <laughs> Is she Italian? Uh, no. Uh, is she Catholic? She went to a Catholic school, but she's not Catholic. No, she's not okay, religious. Okay, well, really. she learned well. That's a very Italian thing to do is fake somebody into marrying you. No, she didn't. I'm I mean, sick. I can't. You guilt him. You guilt him into marriage. She didn't at all. I don't know why. It just, it just made me reflect on mortality and I stuff. I understand so that, I absolutely. I mean, I'm, in all I could, I'm going to go first. You know, yeah, you're not getting any younger. Let's face things it. Go, <laughs> you know, that's, a not, that's true, Tony, but that's always an unfair thing to pin anyone down on. You, you know, you can say to me, you're not getting any younger, but... You could equally say the same thing to a newborn baby because it's equally true. You're baby, not you're not getting any, any younger. Yeah, yeah no, it's you, true. you better learn to talk. No, you're out. <laughs> yeah, start walking. What are you waiting for, bud? Life is short. Yep, everyone is. Time is going for the same speed, but I will say that uh, you know she's a bit younger, and so things go as they should. I'll be the one uh, yeah, in the too. ground. Me too. I'm okay with that. One thing I will tell you that you're not going to like because I'm going through it right now is menopause. Uh, <laughs> not no, I'm, I'm not a doctor. Turncoat. Uh, I used to be six one and a half, and I'm now barely six feet tall because you lose bone density. Yeah, and everything yeah, just yeah. kind of sinks in on itself. So it's not that you're hunched over; you actually literally just get. No, shorter. you actually get. What is it? Your spine? Yeah, compresses. the discs in your spine compress, but get yeah. less springy. Luckily, your nose and ears keep growing. So <laughs> you, you like like a freaky hobbit. Right? <laughs> exactly. And That's you're probably right. taller in the morning. Yes, I am taller in the morning. I am. Yeah, it's true. that's it's a true thing for everybody. Right? I'm taller mm-hmm. sideways yeah. in the morning. Oh Jeez. yeah! yeah. Boom! Peon. I'll do the boom for you. Oops. I read a dumb fact. Not a dumb fact. Where people who have to eject out of jet planes, they lose like uh, six inches on their of, of their height just from the the. Com- oh, the initial of, com- of the, yeah. yeah. From the, from oh yeah, the they force. have to wear special suits yeah. when they eject. Otherwise, you just die. Yeah. You know, what's there's really a lot sad. of force going on there. The first few people that that found out that that was true. Because they weren't wearing the special equipment. Like, ooh. I can't go on this ride anymore. <laughs> you're, right. you're at Disney World. <laughs> Boom. So, children, 
You're going to have some children uh, someday? Uh, you know, we're in discussions. Are so, you? Yeah. we got we, two we, beautiful pugs. I mean, not that one. That's good. But we we, we uh, don't have pugs. No, they're, they're uh, terriers, right? They're not. No, they're not. <laughs> what so are they? are French bulldogs. Okay, that's the same thing. Same thing. <laughs> oh, it's the same thing. Basically. <laughs> so if there's discussion, who does and who doesn't? Oh, we both kind of want it, but it's just the time, you know, oh, okay. when's the right time? Yeah. Should we have one? Right should we, should we have two? Tell you honestly, you will absolutely love it. It'll be your, my favorite time in my life was when Andy was about six and Alex was four, taking them to movies or taking them to the, you know, the amusement parks or whatever. It's, you would love having kids. Really? Because you're a, you're a very loving guy anyway. You just yeah, thought, I have a lot of love. You do. I mean, you know, I've always kind of known. How many years have I known you now? It's been like 10? 10, yeah. It's yeah. like 10 years. But you're always very considerate around other people and all the rest of it. Even well, if thanks. You don't I try. I mean, I'm, no, yeah. you do. You absolutely do. And then you drag Tony in to kind of deflect. Because <laughs> yeah. he's rude to everybody. Yeah, that's just how he is. No, he's, he's a real Goofus life of the and party. Gallant over here. He's a real life of the party. <laughs> no, I'm telling you, though, if you have kids, you are going to be a... First of all, I say, I say this to people, and they don't understand if they don't have kids. If, if you and your wife have a baby, when they hand you the baby, you will hold the baby and immediately think, this is how much my parents love me? You're mm-hmm. overwhelmed by that. You realize how much you were loved as a little kid. It's really good for you. Wow. It's really. And then yeah, my I, I said, think that's true. It's a oh, it natural is. thing. It's it, sort of oh, built into us. It's amazing. It's it's but, having kids is great. Maybe your wife has to just fake another worry, illness I for just a ha- I just have this scene like <laughs> I, I have this picture of my child coming to me when they're like 18, 19, and just right. going, you knew. You knew you had access to the newspapers and and, and, and science and science information. You, and you still yeah. had me, you mean? Yeah, you, <laughs> and you still brought me into this world. Way to go! That's, that's all. Cool. That's my one little fear because yeah. you know I, I, sometimes I get kind of caught up thinking that you know we're screwed and there's so much uh, you know like you look at me like I'm crazy, but like you no, know with I the know climate what you're talking and. About. But and animals going extinct and, and pollution and war and all that. That's a great yeah. point, but you're going to be long gone by the time he's 18. I'll be chilling out. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be chilling at 18. I'll be chilling out in the great rest. No, honest to God, it's... Uh, ooh, I like that. Um, yeah, I, yeah, I don't know. You know what's interesting? Uh, uh, Bing, the uh, search engine. Totally his favorite. Do you like Bing? No, I just have I have a joke about it, so I want it to do well. <laughs> well it's, yeah, it's doing well. They have... Uh, no one um, says Bing it, though. Um, no one says... That's true. <laughs> Google it, Bing it. They don't say Bing no, it. No. That's true. They have an immigration map, and uh, it's pretty interesting that all immigrants... And the only place this is not true is Australia. Some people immigrate to Australia, but Australia doesn't allow a whole lot of immigration, do they? Uh, Awkward. Well, when we when they do, we let the family stay together. At least. <laughs> oh. I, oh, this is not a contest. I'm just kidding. Look, I'm, we I'm got a, both Hillary and Trump right know, there, and no, Jesus is staring. I'm right right an expert. Now. You know, I mean, I spent a lot of time there, but yeah, they were fairly to get my paperwork in order. It was it was a process. Yeah, it takes process. Almost every immigrant in the world, other than a few in, to Australia is either Western Europe, Canada, or the United States. All immigrants from around the world go to those three places. It's amazing to watch. And I asked Philip that, who's an African-American guy. He goes, yeah, well, you got, like, clean water and everything. 
I said, you mean our government doesn't kill all the people off like they do in most places? <laughs> yeah. It's amazing, though. Because Well, hey, that's what's going on in Nicaragua, and that's why yeah. Melissa has a different uh, schedule now. Death to America, Governments except for we want to live with you. The president's yeah. just decided to start killing people, so... Yeah. Yep. Pres- oh, yes, I, I, president I heard about Nicaragua. that. They're, they're protesting the president because yeah. they don't want him in there. Yeah, and, so they protest, he kills them, and then he just, they protest he's more. He's kind of like uh, Duterte. Yeah. You don't like me, I'll kill you. Yeah, but he's just a <laughs> drug addict, so, you know. Who, Duterte's a drug addict? No, no he, he kills kill drug, drug addicts. Well, oh, he kills yeah. drug addicts. Yeah, drug and dealers. dealers, and yeah. And oh, I think prostitutes. Stuff. Oh, you'll love this. I, you, I don't think there's any way you guys, well, maybe you know about this, but... Uh, the city of Minneapolis, which is where I grew up, you know, love North Minneapolis and the whole deal. I really do. But they went on a drug bust down Hennepin Avenue, right? They're busting guys for, for selling marijuana on Hennepin Avenue, which is the busiest street in downtown Minneapolis. Yeah. Then all of a sudden they ran into a political problem. 96% of the people they arrested were black. <laughs> it's like, whoa, this doesn't look good. And so they stopped arresting everybody. I read about that because it's been proven that equal people use it, use marijuana. That's why the mayor stopped yeah. the things. Like everyone's using it, but only the black people are getting caught because they're the ones on the streets, you know, well, you openly know, or, selling. Yeah, yeah. that's openly the problem. Selling, yeah. They're openly selling. So they stopped that. Uh, so they don't arrest anybody for marijuana. Yeah. Sales well, not anymore. to mention the white people who do it are all fourteen years old. Well, yeah. think they're that. cool. Or they can do it in their houses. Yeah, yeah. I was about to say. I think, I, I think a lot of people something. do it in their houses too. Why would I? I don't well, know. I want to That's say, a good I, way to ruin your house. I smoked pot when I was 14 in my house, so it kind of did the combo. See, yeah, there you go. <laughs> See? nothing wrong with that. Yeah, yeah. And it just now stopped smelling. Yeah, and it didn't <laughs> yeah. affect me at all. Not a problem. <laughs> hey, guys, let's go do some comedy, man. <laughs> yeah. I tell you what, though, and I won't say his name, but one of the kids that works at Acme, really nice guy, but he's like, Hey, Tom, how's it going? I mean, that's his level uh, of energy at all times. There are a few people like that in the comedy business. Oh, God, yeah, there's no question about that. I, You know, I was never a street drug guy. I was never like that. You know, marijuana was one thing, but... You always went top shelf. I still don't understand how I walk up to a guy I've never met before in my entire life, and I want to give you a bunch of money... For a drug that looks like a drug I want to do, but I don't really know if it's that drug or not. How can you have that much faith? Are you just that desperate to get drugs that you'll do it? I think so. Yeah, I think people... That's, that was the old way everyone did it. Right? I know, I was. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I absolutely was. You go out to the park or wherever, the you know, bad side of town, and drive around looking, you know. Well, there's a woman that in town just sentenced to double life because she was selling a drug laced with fentanyl and killed three people. Oh, Killed three, yeah, I killed three of them. So, yeah, it's, yeah, I'm good with with your drugs. I don't need your drugs. I'm good. Thank yeah. you very yeah. much. Buddy. So everything is going well. You're married. You're happily yeah. married. You're thinking yeah. about having kids. Tony, what about you? What do you do? I love yeah. kids. My wife doesn't like to have kids. <laughs> and we're both older. I, you know, we're both first married. She's well, in her people, 40s. And people sometimes say, oh, you're, like they feel bad for you. Don't they say, oh, you're childless? Yeah, they say, oh, you're childless. I'm like, childless? How about fun more? <laughs> Another way to look at it. Then they get they even guilt trip me. They're like, if they get they get pushy, I have to guilt trip. I'm like, well, you know what? My wife can't have children. Oh, near there her. you go. Near her. Uh-huh. Is my wife can't have children. Near her. Near her. <laughs> yeah, that's nice. I, I love. But I love kids. Be. I have a lot of uh, nieces and you know nephews, and that's that holds me over. Yep, you can give them back. Yep, give yeah, them right back. Go, and sleep through the exactly. night. So. 
They yeah. just they just go home. That's a wonderful thing. I have a, yeah, I have a new nephew. Um, this one wasn't planned, but you know I'm still rolling with it. So who, <laughs> so who had the baby? My sister. Your sister. Yeah. And where does your sister live? She lives down in California. Oh, she does. Okay. <clears throat> yeah. And do you see her? Oh what, yeah, every chance I get, I love being an uncle. Yeah, being an uncle is pretty cool. In that fact, Reno just graduated uh, eighth grade. Isn't that true, Arch? That's true. That's true. Yeah, my young, my youngest nephew just graduated eighth grade, and I went to the. You know, I got out of work that weekend. Wasn't that hard? And <laughs> Wasn't went down to the. Uh, <laughs> went down to the to the to, to the ceremony, and we, you know they do a big deal for eighth grade these days. Oh and yeah. He came down the stage one by one. They come down. He came down with his little robe and his little hat, and the first relative he saw, even before his parents, Uncle Arch, just like Aww. you did it. I'm so proud of you, Reno. Today, you did something that pretty much everybody does. <laughs> Honestly, Reno, I don't even know if it's legal to not graduate eighth grade. Uh, I'm pretty sure you're right. Yeah, yeah I'm pretty sure you're right. <laughs> you guys, so I really made it feel good. You guys have to go? It sucks. Well, we got a big night. We got two shows at Acme Comedy Club, 8 and 10.30 tonight, 8 and 10.30 tomorrow. That takes a lot of preparation. I understand completely. You know, my coffee just kicked in. uh, And Arj isn't going to like me saying this, but he's got Arj's a big project he's working on. I don't know if he could talk about it or not. I'm trying to break the record for daytime masturbation. (laughs) No, no, not that. Oh, not that? Why is he sitting next to me? You're moving that year. Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, I am writing a film right now, so I'm working hard during the day as well. Wonderful. Yeah, my friend and I sold a film... So, so you can let me know someday what... Uh, I'd love uh, to send you a copy of it, yeah. I'm, I'm sure we're all in it. He's it's writing a low, it. It's a low-budget comedy that you will know, be produced, filmed and produced in Australia. Somebody told me that my scene in your movie is me looking for an invitation to your wedding. That's <laughs> <laughs> perfect. Really? That all comes together. <laughs> it all, it all <laughs> comes together beautifully. Yeah. That's well, the MacGuffin. It, it is always a great thrill. Yeah, having you nice guys to in. see you too. It's nice to see you as well. Thanks for always, you know, welcoming us and uh, making us feel like we're home. That's very. See, I told you you're a nice guy. <laughs> no, that's that's like a built-in family here. With you. Yeah, we get to come together to be part of the scene. It's nice. See you I want to tell you, honest God, my wife was looking at the schedules for you know Acme and all the comedy clubs. She goes, "Oh, Arj is coming to town." She was like, oh. That's how most people uh, say it. Oh. oh no, I not like that. Not, kind of no, this was a good oh. Not the disappointed oh. The oh. I would tell her I said hi and stuff. I will and do I, that. I looked, I looked last week during the show and went, hey, oh. I went, oh, Arch is coming yeah, he, next that's week. That's more of a surprise. I got. Yeah, oh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, crap. What? <laughs> All right, fellas. Really, really nice of you to come in. Well, thanks so much for having us. Yeah, thanks, Tom. Thanks, everybody. And you're great. We'll be <laughs> nice back. Nice to see you. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. Tom Bernard.